Okay, so, oh, first of all, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Bold Expressions. Uh, today, I want to talk about a uh, post, uh, a video that my, uh, I won't say my good friend, I don't know that man, um, I saw from Kev on stage um, from his Instagram. It was something, uh, a tweet made by Peter Sweden. The tweet was, white men. We ended slavery. We gave women the vote. We fought the Nazis in World War II. We are being discriminated. White privilege is a racist myth. Male privilege is a sexist myth. The far left attacks us daily. The media attacks us daily. Why? So let's go step by step down um, to talk about uh, young Peter's issues. White men. We ended slavery. Oh, oh my God. This If there was any time I wish I did this uh, on video, this would be it. In fact, I may make another <laughs> video. I just make a video just so you can see my face. You ended slavery. You ended the thing that you were using. Um, I'm not going to say he started, you know, white men started slavery. Because, you know, there was slavery in Egypt and other countries that were non-white people. Um, but <clears throat> we're speaking on, as far as the transatlantic uh, slave trade, you guys went to Africa, took people from Africa, dropped them off in other little colonies, whatever. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm guessing that he's talking specifically about America. So specifically speaking for America... You brought slaves to this country, perpetuated um, slavery over centuries. Because I want to say, what you know, they talk about you know four hundred years of slavery. Um, that's not decades; that's centuries, hundreds of years, whatever. So you 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 can't take credit for the thing that you were doing. That's like somebody, you know, who used to abuse their wife. But like, yeah, I stopped hitting uh, Rebecca. Or or somebody was like, yeah, I stopped Rebecca from being beat on. It's like, weren't you the one beating her? That's neither here nor there. Yes, it is. I think it's here and there. Um, also, um, it wasn't just you ending slavery. It was other people, black people, who were involved in fighting for, you know, civil war and all these other things. And let's not act like that some of y'all ended slavery because you know, because you thought it was the right thing to do. Let's not act like there were other issues that weren't involved. But here's another thing. We gave women the vote. You gave women the vote as if you're not the, once again, you gave women the vote as if you weren't the ones who said that women couldn't vote in the first place. Women are women weren't the ones who said that they couldn't vote. Y'all said that. White men said that women couldn't vote. So you don't, you know, you you can't. I, I guess it's like yeah, eventually you came around, but it's not. What's what's the phrase? Power concedes to nothing. You talk about ending slavery and giving women the vote, but you had to be fought for. And it's like. <clears throat> 
<laughs> it's it's a, once again it's, it's a thing like and it's not like you did this by yourself. It's not like there weren't women who fought to get the vote for themselves. It's not like they didn't campaign and protest and do all the things necessary to finally concede that hey we we get the and it wasn't like it was just one conversation it was years so yeah also um i'm gonna jump down to the end male privilege is a sexist myth the fact that you know to voting the fact to the the the, the mere fact that you, by virtue of being born a man, a white man, because we couldn't vote, you know, women got to vote and then, you know, uh, that white men could vote just by the fact that you were born a man, a white man, you know, and means that you could vote. And granted, it were, it, you know, initially was white men of a certain class and certain um economic stature but you know later on but it was just the fact that you had to give white women or yeah white women the, the opportunity to vote the fact that you had to give them they didn't automatically have the right that you know I'm I'm not white but I am a man the fact that they had to give them the right to vote Something and this and this is one of the things that we in the Constitution. There's so many things. It's like all these inalienable rights that we're born with, and all these other things. But it's just like, but in that they were talking about and speaking for white men, and even then, like, as I said, white men of certain you know standing. That is male privilege. The fact that they didn't automatically have this. The fact that there had to be arguments for them to have it. That the fact of, oh, well, they're women. They're too stupid to do this or they don't have the capacity or whatever. It kind of goes against your argument. Um, but I'm sorry, we'll, we'll get more to that later. Um, we fought the Nazis in World War II. As Kevin pointed out, y'all were the Nazis in World War II. It wasn't, you know, German people. We say German, but they're white. There's not, you know, there's there's not Indian Germans. There, there weren't Indian Nazis. There weren't black Nazis. It was Nazis. It was white folks. The the Ubermen, the Supermen, the the people, you know, blue eyed, blonde hair, you know, perfect men who, which is always funny to me. And this this just shows the the fallacy of racism. They were promoting a standard of human being. That even their leader didn't fit. Hitler was a short Austrian man with black hair, and it's like anyway. Um, yeah. Once again, y'all weren't the only people who fought the Nazis. Once again, black people were there too. Um, women did their part as well. You're, you're 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 trying to take credit for a lot of things that you're just that you aren't the only ones who that had a hand in doing this. 
but you want to take credit for all these things, um, we're being discriminated. Why is it that white people want to be discriminated so badly? Like the whole issues with like the Karen thing going on right now. Oh, calling us Karens is, is like, what jobs are you not getting? What what you know? Tell walk me down the historical timeline of Karens being oppressed. Um, and you know, there's the Karens. His name is Peter. Uh, you know, if it's not a Karen, it's a Kyle or a uh, a Bob or Bill. You know, all these are male Karens. But yeah, they just want to be oppressed so badly. They just want to be discriminated against so freaking badly. And they don't um, like the fact that, like, you know, you have to wear a mask to go somewhere. Oh, I'm being discriminated against. No, you're not. It's, it's a public safe thing. This is this is something where everybody has to do. We're not saying this group. We're not saying that group. Oh, but I'm being persecuted. And it's just like, I don't, you don't, the more you say it, the more I get the feeling you don't really know what it means to be persecuted. The more I feel like you don't really get what it means to be discriminated against. And and it doesn't. Your your privilege has blocked so much from you that you think, and it's a thing of like, uh, privilege will have you think that equality is discrimination. Um. But yeah, we're being discriminated against in what way? In what way that the world that is that was uh, at least in this country that was set up by white men for white men is being discriminated against? Because some of us have been like, y'all been getting away with a lot and the little things that we're giving the women here and there, the black and brown people here and there that somehow you still are in control of so much. It's like, okay, you have a whole pie and now one fourth of it goes to these other groups. Or, or, or let's, let's, let's even be a little bit generous. Two fourths belong to these other groups, but you still have half of it. But I guess that half isn't all, so you feel discriminated against. Um, and what, what is a uh, white privilege is a racist myth. Um, uh, thankfully, my most uh, listened to episode is talk, talked about uh, white privilege. Um, it's always funny when you see something about white people talking about something as racist against white people. Once again, um, you can be biased against white people. You can possibly discriminate against white people if you are in a particular thing to where it's a majority of people who aren't white and you purposely say, okay, they are white, so we're going to keep them from doing this thing. I don't know how many instances that are, but it's a racist myth. Um, once again, these are people who, if you say, first of all, it's not racist. Second of all, it's a myth. Saying that it's a myth implies, I don't know if, I'm guessing he, he doesn't realize what white privilege is. There's so many people 
constantly get this wrong. Um, and I see so many great things of people trying to educate people on what white privilege is. Um, one, one short way uh, I saw someone describe it. Um, white privilege doesn't mean that your life isn't hard. It just means that your skin tone is not a deciding factor. And that's that's a good way to put it, I think. Your life will be hard. You'll have to fight for some things. You'll have to work hard at some things. But you will be given the benefit of the doubt Whereas someone who is black and comes from the same freaking, sorry, a poor white person would be given the benefit of the doubt over a rich black person. If two people came to an interview, one rich white person, I'm sorry, one one, um, poor or, you know, lower economic, uh, you know, white person who probably went to school on a grant or whatever, like most people do. Um, <clears throat> worked hard through college. You know, got, got onto a good college, worked hard, got a degree, graduated. You take a black person from a well-to-do, a middle or upper middle or, or upper middle class family, um, has all these different things, graduated from the same college as a white person, the white person may get a job over that black person just for the benefit of you being white. An inherent bias that says, oh, I think this person is going to be harder working than that person. Or or let's, let's have a reverse. The fact that there are such things called redlining, that for generations, banks, politicians, the people have set up redline districts, set up places to where Okay, if you're from this neighborhood, some white people may live there, but it's predominantly black and brown people who live in these neighborhoods. We're not going to lend to them. There aren't going to be as many uh, businesses there for obvious reasons. And because of that, um, when we try to buy a home, we're not going to be getting we're not going to get loans to buy said homes. Whereas people in white neighborhoods, predominantly white neighborhoods, will get that benefit. And so therefore they have more, they have more wealth, they have more things to pass down the generations to their kids. Um, their schools are better funded, programs are better funded, because the property value is higher. Um, and there's just so many little things that your privilege grants you. Once again, your privilege. White privilege isn't something that you inherently ask for. It is not something that um, this says your life will always be rosy, but it's a thing that you have just by the virtue of you being white. Um, the fact that police will pull over black people because they're in a nice neighborhood or in a nice car and the notion that somehow they don't belong there. The fact that uh, I remember a few years ago there was a uh, a student at a college uh, class a classmate uh, called the cops on her because 
she was in the library or something, and the the notion that somehow she didn't belong there. Somehow this random black girl showed up at the library with books and all these other things that she did not belong in the school. And it's just why her her privilege, you know, said dictated that I can call the cops on this person because they don't belong here. If she would have saw a white student there sleeping in the library, which I'm pretty sure she's seen before, she wouldn't have called the cops on them. Um, what was this one thing? Uh, there was an HBCU. Some people moved to the neighborhood and were like walking their dogs on the campus ground, letting their dogs use the bathroom. And when people were like, hey, this is this is this is our college campus. Don't have your dog crapping on our, our yard. I mean on our on our lawns. One of the guys, a white person, was like, Well, why don't you guys move? Why don't you guys do something? The notion of me as a white man, I'm coming onto this area that's been here before me, yet I'm going to say that you need to change for my benefit. I can't just not let my dog crap on your your lawn. I mean, crap, crap, you know, on your campus grounds. And I, he's obviously not cleaning it up. It's like, I can't say, you know, I can't just not do that. I'm going to say, well, I'll do it. And you need to change to accommodate me. Well, hey, why, why don't we all just do things together? Or why don't you just adhere to the rules that are already here? Uh, this happened in. Uh, a, a neighborhood in Texas. Um, some white people came gentrifying. That's another thing. Uh, they say these neighborhoods aren't good because the black people, whatever. And <laughs> and when the black people leave, the white people move in because the property value is lower and they change it and all, all of a sudden now it's great again. Kick out all the black people, move these people in, it's great again. Um, they try to gentrify this neighborhood um, there was this uh, restaurant that was already there. People love the restaurant. It's in Texas, so they, I believe they sell barbecue. At the, I wouldn't say Turkey Hut, I believe is the name. All of a sudden, there's complaints. Once again, this restaurant was here before these people moved here. Now, all of a sudden, these people move here, and they're the ones complaining. They're complaining about the smoke. They're complaining about all these things that everybody else doesn't have an issue with. And I try to get them shut down. It's like, well, you moved here. You had to know that this restaurant was here. You had to know about how the restaurant cooks their food and about the smoke. But because you moved here and you're trying to change this neighborhood, you want them to move. Their privilege dictated that, well, they have to move to accommodate us. People moving to neighborhoods that are predominantly black and telling and calling the cops on churches because, oh, they're too loud on Sundays and Wednesdays. Well, that's either Bible study, church service, or choir or choir practice. The church and this that that is the thing of white privilege. That you get the benefit of the doubt for so many things, and also because of your privilege growing up. The things that were afforded to you growing up 
in your life that you think that it's like, oh, well, of course this should work because why wouldn't it? It's my privilege to do so. Um, white privilege. Uh, <clears throat> recently, I guess there's no point in making this a separate one. Recently, um, the Amory Cooper incident in um, in New York. She called, and here's here's the funny thing. Everyone was thinking, even I thought, this, oh, clearly she's a Trump supporter. Wrong. She's one of those people that Dr. King talked about. One of those, you know, liberals that think they're liberals until something happens and then they ain't with us. One of those fake allies that act like they're, you know, with us. She donated for Obama and somebody else. It's like, yeah, she puts her she put her money. That's great. That's great she donated. But how are you in your day-to-day? When it became apparent and then <laughs> in an instance to where someone who was bird watching saw her with her dog off the leash, when you're supposed to have your dog on the leash, told her to put her dog on the leash or asked her to. And he, I think uh, he also tried to give her uh, the dog a treat or something. She, you know, got upset. He started recording. And she walked towards, towards him, tells him, stop recording. You know, and he's like, you know, please get your finger out of my face, whatever. <clears throat> All she had to do was put her dog on the leash or not have it off the leash to begin with. Um, and notice the difference. Black people get called on. Black people get the cops called on us because we're not using right charcoal or someone selling water. He saw her and just told he didn't be like, I'm going to call the cops because you don't have your dog on the leash. That's not what we do. Um, she told him her, her immediate go-to was, I'm going to call the cops and tell them an African-American man is threatening me. That was her go-to. There wasn't different things that she said to him that was going to happen. No, her immediate thought was, I'm going to call the cops and tell them an African-American man is threatening me. She didn't say a man is threatening me. She said an African-American man because she knew it would get a certain response. She's she's she she calls them. She tells them there's an African American man threatening me and my dog. I'm in Brumsville Park or whatever park it was. I can't remember right now. She says it and then immediately goes to, "Oh my God, help me!" This up. She immediately goes to the when she didn't get the reaction that she was hoping for. She immediately goes to the, "Oh my God, I'm scared. He's recording me. He's threatening me. Somebody, please come help." Her white privilege dictated, or her, it was her white privilege that she knew him as a black man receive, would receive a, a different uh, reaction from the police that I normally do. Know that his reaction from the police is different from the, from the reaction that I would get. And she tried to use that against him. I'm sorry, I completely got off. <laughs> but that is just just frustrated whenever this is like it is a racist myth no it's not a racist myth it's a daily a daily reminder of the world we live in um also he said the far left of Texas where the far left of Texas once again it's a white man 
I'm pretty sure the far left includes white men. Um, and once again, it's another thing like the far left is like, I don't know. That's one of those things where it's like, probably those people just like, oh, yeah, you know. You know, what's up? Uh, they'll say something and then they'll be like, yeah, and then they'll go far left and it's just like, I can't even rock with you no more. And so they probably do attack some of y'all, whichever y'all aren't in, uh, you know, when, whenever they, uh, they probably do get at them. The media attacks us. Once again, y'all are in the media. And it's also like, it's like they said, why? You know, what's, what's the phrase? I keep hearing a hit dog will holler. It's like you, you're, you know, you get you're getting hit because you keep doing stuff. Um, you're trying to take credit for all these things that you had a hand. You're you're trying to take credit for, quote unquote, ending these you know social issues like slavery and giving women the right to vote. Um, you're trying to take credit for that as if you weren't the ones perpetrating those in the first place. You fought Nazis in World War II as if nobody else fought Nazis in World War II and as also as if white men weren't Nazis. Um, white privilege is a myth. No, your white privilege dictates so much in your life that you don't take um, account for, that you refuse to. The fact that you, you know, I'm pretty sure that you, you feel that uh, you having a problem with affirmative action, you and probably one of those people who has more problem with affirmative action or HBCUs and the fact that the reason those were put in place was because there was active and deliberate discrimination in keeping certain people from having jobs and from getting loans, from getting into schools because of the base, because of the color of their skin. Male privilege is a, is a sexist myth. Once again, sexist. The, the, the very fact that there are some things even me, myself, being a black man, there are certain things that I am afforded that are afforded to me just by the basis of me being born with a penis. <laughs> There's so many families who will let their sons get away with murder. And if the daughters try to do anything close to it, would get shot down. The fact that uh, I could have sex with 10 women. Oh, that boy getting it. Chick has sex with three dudes. I'll share a hoe. There is is like it's one of those things. Like I don't know. I don't know if you're too stupid to understand it, or you're just devious enough to try to get by it. And I want to look it up, but then again, I don't because I'm going to be saddened by all the likes it gets. And it's I don't know, but yeah, that's that. Thank you once again for tuning into this episode. I appreciate all the people who like, share, and subscribe. I did not say that one of them last ones. I should have. Uh, thanks to all the people who like, share, subscribe, listen to it, who clicked on it, who responded. You are greatly appreciated, greatly um, loved, and I, I thank you so much. Um, you can reach me on my social media on Instagram and Twitter. 
um, bold expressions, BLD expressions. Once again, that is bold expressions at BLD expressions. Or you can shoot me an email at CTL6985 at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for all who listened to this. Um, like I said, who shared. Uh, please give me a review. If you listen to this on uh, Apple Podcasts, please give your boy a review so that I can shoot it up so that more people can uh, get their ears on it because it's not doing the video. Um, have a good day, good morning, good evening, whenever, you, whenever you're listening to this. And as always, don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose. Thanks.